Salam everyone. Welcome back to Hijabi Tell All. My name is Amna. I'm your host. Um, I have a very, very special guest here with me. Her name is Sophia Elowati. She's my best friend. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Salam. My name is Sophia. I am 24 years old. I was born and raised in I thought Canada. you were 23. No, I'm 24. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised in Canada, in Mississauga. Um, I'm originally from Palestine and Morocco. And I've known Omni here for, what, 20 years? 20 plus years? I think we've known each other since we were, like, in the womb. Well, technically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so over 20 years. Yeah, 25. our families have known each other for 25 plus years. So yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like a thing, you know? Yeah. So both of us were like brought up in the same community. We've been neighbors forever. Yeah, we have been. Yeah. Honestly. It's been great. It's been great. It's been a crazy rough ride. Crazy ride. Crazy. Interesting one. Yeah. To say the least. Lucky to have you. I'm grateful for you. Oh, thank you. Love that. Love that for you. Everyone's grateful to have me. (laughs) Don't gas yourself up too much. (laughs) Settle down. Okay. Um, Okay. So today's topic, I think, is just such an important topic that I feel like so many of us struggle with. So... It's technically about the hijab journey, right? Mm-hmm. And you obviously want to come on here to share your story with women so that they can, you know, they can relate to this and obviously, like, you know, be inspired to understand, like, what comes within the sense of the struggles and expectations and everything else. So let's dive into it and stuff. So tell us a little bit about your background and, like, you know, let's just dive into, you know, your backstory and, like, you know, how you grew up and, like, what inspired you to even wear the hijab to begin with. Okay, so when it comes to what inspired me to wear the hijab... Uh, It's a little uncommon, to say the least. (laughs) So, I started wearing the hijab very young. So, I started wearing the hijab in grade one, you know. The community we were raised around, everyone, I think, wore it very young. It was kind of encouraged, and it was something that we wanted to do, and something that we, like, took pride in doing. Like, it was something that, like, we would fight to do. I personally, though, there was, like, a lice outbreak at my elementary (laughs) school. (laughs) And like this I was, is what caused you to like wear yeah, it. Yeah, so I was scared of getting lice, so I put on the hijab in school, and I kind of just like fell in love with the hijab, and I started wearing it outside of school as well. Right. And I remember I got to a point where like even like in grade two or three, I remember arguing with my parents about wearing it everywhere I went, because I genuinely like I fell in love with the hijab and I really wanted to wear it, and you know like. Within our community, it was very, like, accepted and encouraged, you know. We were praised for wearing the hijab. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it was until, like, high school where, like, there was a change that started to occur. Right. And that's you know? essentially where we talk about the identity crisis and having to, you know, find yourself and learn so much about yourself, right? So, yeah. you know, obviously when we talk about the hijab and stuff, like, a lot of us, in a sense, you know, including myself, like, you know, wore it at a very young age and stuff in which, like, you know, I personally didn't understand the significance behind it completely, right? Like, I think as a child, when you're very young, you think about it in a very pure and innocent way where you're like, oh my god, like, look, this person's doing it, like, let me do it too. And then you get inspired to just wear it and stuff and not be told, like, what the reasons are behind even wearing it and what the significance truly is. So, you see people you look up to wearing it and you decide to wear it. And I think because we were at such a young age, we didn't really see the significance of the hijab. We didn't really know what like it meant or what it symbolized. And like I'm kind of honestly, there was a part of me that was kind of grateful for that because we were able to kind of form our 
own identities and own self while wearing the hijab and people knew us with the hijab so it became just like regular for us to be wearing the hijab no one ever told us anything in elementary especially in middle school no one said anything when we wore the hijab because they were so used to us wearing it you know right right that makes sense yeah so like obviously in terms of like you know forming your identity and stuff like how did you feel about like you know wearing the hijab and stuff when you were obviously getting to an age where for example like past elementary we're talking high school and you know post-secondary and things like that like you know what would you say your identity crisis kind of came into play i think it started in high school where there became the conflict of trying to please everyone in my community and my parents and everyone that was kind of you know looking at us versus trying to fit into the societal norm of being like a teenager being in high school and trying to live my teenage life so i think that's where like the identity crisis kind of began personally for me because i love the hijab and i wanted to wear it but i didn't feel beautiful in it i felt like I was out of place when I was wearing the hijab, even though a lot of other people in our school also wore the hijab. But it was hard to fit into what I thought was normal, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, you know, as we're saying this and stuff, like, kind of just feeling like you're kind of categorized in a sense, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then there's the pressure of our community as well that we had to act a certain way while wearing the hijab. We had to dress a certain way and... I personally felt like none of it was ever enough. Nothing that we ever did was like perfect enough for them. They wanted us to be these like perfect angels, but we weren't. We were human. We were making mistakes, you know, and we were learning. And they, I personally felt like we weren't really given the opportunity to kind of learn. And kind of like make our mistakes and stuff as we're yeah. going along. Yeah. You know, and learn what like our deen is and what Islam is and what the hijab actually represents. But it was more so that we were supposed to wear, we were supposed to act a certain way, but we weren't explained to why. You know? So why, when you're saying act a certain way and stuff, like what way would that be? Like, you know, when girls obviously start to wear hijab at a very young age, they're kind of held to a certain standard, right? Because like in my personal experience, it was kind of like, okay, you know, you have this on and stuff. You, your personality has to be a certain way, right? Like yeah. you have to be very quiet and calm and collected and you know, it's kind of like you're kind of expected to not have a sense of personality at all because you're representing Muslim women and you have to keep yourself a certain way or else it's a problem or it's an issue or it's, it's essentially like, you know, you're criticized in a sense, right? You so, were to go unnoticed in a sense. You weren't supposed to be noticed by others. That's what at least what I personally felt. And, you know, in, in high school, I also wore the abaya at a certain point. I wore it because like I wanted to be closer to my dean but I also wanted to make my community happy and make my parents happy and I thought that would do it I thought that if I wear that by then all the criticism on the way I dressed with the hijab would stop but even with that by it never did because like you know they have their own perception of what women in hijab are supposed to represent sometimes and I think they push that a little too strongly onto the youth at times and it doesn't allow us to kind of find our own perspective and find our own identity. Right. You know, and like, you know how our community was. Our community sometimes I think was a little bit harsh. Yeah. You know? I think so, for yeah. sure. I mean, honestly, I remember having experiences, um, you know, wearing the hijab and stuff, but also being criticized with what I wore with it, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, for example, when I would go into the masjid, like, 
I loved my tomboy clothes, right? Like, I would go into... Your biggie shirts. Yeah, your... like, I used to wear, like, all my old-school hip-hop short shirts and stuff, like, go into my brother's closets, you know, you know, just grab, like, you know, a nice crew neck or grab something to wear, you know, and I'm, we're talking about the, like, you know, we're talking baggiest of the baggiest clothing, right? Like, yeah. we're talking, like, super, super duper baggy clothes and stuff in which my parents had no issue with me wearing it and stuff, right? And at the time and stuff, obviously, we're talking 10 years ago. We're talking when I was 15, 16, not really knowing You're what... So really young very young not knowing what even much of etiquette even looks like right because like personally i didn't i don't i wasn't really taught that right like my mom and stuff thought okay you know you're modest you're covered and stuff you're you're okay to go to the masjid but when i would go into the masjid and stuff wearing those clothes like i would be side-eyed you know what i mean because i felt like maybe people didn't feel like it was much of etiquette and i would feel welcomed yeah essentially i didn't feel like i fit in right because like i would have aunties and stuff you know typical aunties would take you to the corner and kind of give you a bit of a lesson on okay you know I don't think you should be wearing this and stuff and then you know obviously at the time and stuff like you know I don't even think I even owned a bias at the time right or I didn't yeah. even own certain piece of clothing and stuff to wear to them I should so I kind of felt a bit ostracized where I'm like okay you know what do you do so it's like there's that element to it as well right so I can kind of relate to that in that sense yeah you know? so that was that was part of the reason why I also felt like I, I needed to take off the abaya and like find myself. I felt like I tried to be what everyone wanted me to be mm -hmm. and it still wasn't enough. So I decided to take it off. And when I did, there were still aunties, you know, making comments and speaking. And I remember there was this one incident where I was dressed modestly. My parents were okay with the way I was dressed. And there was these two aunties standing like near the entrance of our door. I think I've told yeah, you this story I remember before. the story. And I remember you like fled home as they saw I you without. Yeah, because yeah. like she yelled at me and it was just like a lot. And I remember yeah. running home crying because I'm like, well, when I wore Abai, it wasn't enough. And now when I take it off and I'm still modest, it's not enough. So I felt like there was so much pressure to be this perfect Muslim. And in our high school, because there were so many Muslims, there was never, I didn't ever feel like there was any racism towards the hijab, mm -hmm. you know, and right. it wasn't until I kind of left high school where like that rude awakening kind of started to come up in a sense, Right. you know, where like people's comments, because they didn't know me previously, like they didn't, people in high school knew me with the hijab, so they knew who I was. After that, they've never met me, so all they know is like, this image of this person with the hijab, they don't know my personality. Right. So I think that's where, like, comments started to come up where... And those comments were essentially affecting you, right? They were, of course. They were affecting me because it hurts. Like, I know that they might have not intended for it to be disrespectful, but when they are saying it, it makes me just feel, like, lesser of myself. Right. And it kind of makes me doubt wearing the hijab in a sense because I'm like... Well, if I didn't have it on, then I wouldn't have all these eyes on me. Right. If I didn't have it on, I wouldn't have all this judgment in right. a sense. There was an instant where, honestly, I was, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to wear it or not in university in specific. There was a professor I remember. It was my first day of school, and obviously on the first day of school, like no one's talking, you don't know nobody, so it was really quiet. The second week came around and I had met friends, so I was a little bit more talkative. So we went into class and like, I'm an Arab, so I'm loud. Like usually yeah. I'm it's very... It's like the Arab passion yeah. and you just like came like, through. Yeah, you know, like these new friends were, were hype or talking, whatever. Like 
I'm a loud person, so yeah. he he saw that I was very vocal. We know how loud you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he saw how vocal I was, and for some reason that shocked him to the point where he felt the need to make a comment about it. And he comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, I didn't expect you to be this loud and outgoing and talkative. Usually, people with the headscarves are very quiet and shy." Right. And. It took me by surprise to the point where, like, I didn't even know what to say to him. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I supposed to reply to you? There's nothing I could say to you. Right. I know, and it kind of makes me feel like, made me feel really little. And, like, maybe if I didn't wear the hijab, then I wouldn't get these little comments or, like, this judgment. Because then after that, it just kept on, like, rolling where people would kind of make these comments where it was, like, a backhanded type of slap you know maybe even a backhanded compliment right because like i know you know a lot of people have told me that a lot of people will come up to them and be like oh my god you look so much better without it on and stuff and then they start to overthink like okay maybe i do look you know better without it on and so maybe i should take it off right because you start to have a sense of insecurity instead where you think you don't feel beautiful wearing it right and i think when people kind of categorize you in a sense and they kind of give you these backhanded compliments you start to kind of like sit there and think like okay you know maybe it's just better if I take it off or maybe I shouldn't wear it as much or you start to question your beauty within it right and I think that's kind of the struggle that comes with like wearing it is maybe not even feeling as beautiful or maybe there's people that are making you feel a certain way and I think that's where our struggle comes or maybe it's even just not feeling maybe as connected to a law right because I'm not I know a lot of girls tell me like oh you know our connection and stuff with the law is not maybe the strongest and stuff like maybe that's why I want to not you know not wear it or something or maybe I want to take it off right now and sometimes like there's that element too there's so many factors and stuff that can go into like why people have the struggle right feeling like you're not a good representation of Islam is I think another one right you know feeling like you're not good enough of a Muslim to represent Muslim women right you know I mean yeah like I know a lot of girls and stuff talk about going into certain you know environments and stuff you know and just wearing it and stuff for example going to shisha places right like girls are like okay you know we'll enter into a shisha spot just to kind of like you know hang out with our friends but we don't feel like it's a good representation and stuff of us like wearing it and stuff so they take it off then right it's like it's difficult because it's it's this whole conflict between wanting to you know connect with your dean and be one with your dean but also struggling with like dunya yeah, you know? exactly. Like kind of being in spaces and stuff where you feel like, okay, you know, maybe this isn't the right place for me to wear it and stuff. So it's better that I take it off. Right. Because in a sense we are struggling. It's, you know, the Dean versus dunya at the end of the yeah. day. Right. We're having that inner struggle and that inner conflict and stuff. And we don't know what to do with that. Right. So, um, yeah, like essentially I think that's very, very important for us to really dissect and talk about and stuff as women. Right. Because it's like, we talk about, I think we're so quick to even judge other women and stuff for wanting to take it off, right? Without understanding the factors that come with why they even feel this way, right? I think there's also so much judgment about wearing hijab a certain type of way. I mean, there's women that like have a lot of different styles and I think it's gotten to a point where even if someone is showing their neck, there's comments being thrown at them. But like at the end of the day, I think that we don't realize the like pressure that a lot of hijabi women are already under from like society and from like the Muslim community there's pressure from both sides trying to like make you perfect when we're imperfect because we're humans you know exactly because we are we are imperfect and stuff like you know and I think in a sense since the world's striving to be better right Mm -hmm. like I mean not not everything's perfect and I think with even hijab and stuff like there's so much more that comes with even wearing it right like I mean just because you wear hijab and stuff doesn't mean you can't have a sense of personality right like 
you know, people kind of assume that hijabis are boring or they're not fun to talk to or they have no sense of personality or like they're a certain way and stuff. And I think, as you said, there's also those backhanded comments like, yeah. oh, you know, like if, you know, I can't believe like I'm friends with a hijabi, like I've had people. You know, I've gotten that before. Oh, really? I've gotten, there was this one, oh my God, she was Muslim too. She was a Muslim and we were just chilling. We were friends, you know? Yeah. And one day she just looks at me. She's like, I never thought I would be friends with a hijabi. I've gotten that one I before. I was shocked. I was like, why? Yeah. Like, why does a piece of cloth, why would that, why, like... Define you as yeah, a human being. why does that matter? I totally get it. I totally get it. Like, honestly, like, been there, done that. Like, I just... I've had people shocked I've known English, because usually hijabis are not too good in English. Oh, I've professors yeah. say this. Oh, wow. These are professors that are supposed to be teaching students. And they kind of just say these backhanded comments yeah. and it kind of makes you feel insecure like as to why like you're even wearing it in the first place, right? It's already intimidating. Like I'm already the only hijabi in the class or there's only one other one. So I already feel yeah. like I'm out of place, you know? And then, then these comments make you feel even more out of place and make it very hard to connect, I feel like, with your deen. And I, it took a while for me personally to go back into like, searching and learning about deen and learning the reason we wear hijab and what like the meaning behind the hijab really is right okay so obviously you're talking about finding the deen again and stuff and like you know what does that entail for you like where did you feel like you felt more confident in wearing it after having a sense of identity crisis right because you're talking about growing up you know being ostracized and stuff and being ridiculed by maybe members of the community maybe people in you know post-secondary obviously you've mentioned like people being shocked that you you know how to speak English and stuff so you know talk about your journey in regards to obviously like how you fell in love with even wearing it again right because you kind of went through a period where you were just kind of unsure about even wearing it honestly personally I just got to a point where I knew that the hijab was part of my identity like I've always known that the hijab is part of me mm -hmm. I just didn't necessarily understand why you know and I kind of just started asking more questions and going further into like the Dean and searching things for myself and trying to find reasons to the questions I had, trying to find answers to the questions I had. And that's where I kind of started to fall in love with the hijab again because it was like protection. It started to feel like armor. It wasn't something that was weighing heavy on me anymore. It became more like something that protected me rather than something that pulled me back. Right. And that's when I started to fall in love with it again and like admire wearing it. Right. So like obviously you're saying that you've found yourself again in that process and stuff. So like what were the steps that kind of even made you get closer to? Was it like friends? Was it like going back to the masjid? Like what kind of inspired you to even start searching and falling in love with your deen again, right? Because like in my personal experience, like I feel like I kind of also went through the same identity crisis, right? Especially in high school yeah. where you're still trying to find yourself and you don't know better. Um, you know, and you're kind of being ostracized, you're being ridiculed and you just don't know what to do because you're so lost and you're just like, okay, what do I do? Like, do I dress this way? Do I do this? Do I wear my hijab this way? Um, obviously in my personal experience, like I kind of had to find the deen as well in my adulthood, right? Like I kind of had to fall in love with even wearing the hijab again in my adulthood because I didn't feel pretty with it on when I was young, right? Like in terms of like when I was a teenager. So let's dissect that, I guess that way of maybe finding a lot like what were the steps that kind of made you even get to that point to fall in love with your hijab like i think i had to get to a bad place in my life in order to find a lot i think i had to get to a dark place where 
I felt like it was kind of the end of the road. And then that's when I kind of like turned back in a sense mm-hmm. and tried to like find some sort of comfort within yeah. like Allah within Islam and within searching about our deen and, right. and finding like the truth behind certain things that like either I was misinformed about or just didn't know. And then like even through friends, you know, through like conversations with you, for example, through going to the masjid, that kind of thing also kind of made me feel more connected. And then after my father passed, I think that was one of the things that also kind of pulled me back a little bit more than before, because my father, like he was religious, you know, he was regi- religious. Yeah. And may Allah grant him Jannah. When, when they were kind of like talking about him and talking about like his deen and his character and how he would like talk and spread deen to other people, it kind of made me want to be more like that in a sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And like you kind of wanted to follow his footsteps yeah. and kind of leave a legacy like the way yeah. your father did in a sense, right? I wanted to learn more about the deen so I can also like help others learn as well. Do you know what I mean? Like the same way he would do it. Right. So that's what also kind of like pulled me in more pulled you back in and stuff right i think there's always that turning point in someone's life that kind of helps them kind of get closer to their deen again right and kind of find ways back to allah and stuff and in a sense it seems like with you and stuff it was these experiences that kind of brought you back to it and then made you in a sense like respect wearing the hijab even more yeah right so exactly that's like really nice to hear i love that for you sis um Honestly, yeah, I can totally understand that and stuff because I feel like I've had the same sort of struggles and stuff, you know, growing up and stuff. And then I think I had very crucial turning points in my adulthood and stuff that kind of brought me back to like loving the deen again and stuff and actually appreciating modesty, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think for many of us and stuff, like, you know, we're kind of like in a society and stuff where modesty is maybe not what's being represented out there on social media or maybe in the community just as a whole, right? Because we live in a Western society, right? There's the Western pressures of being a certain way. It's not the norm. It's not... It's not necessarily the norm, right? So it's like, technically, like, we're in a Western society. There's pressures and stuff of, you know, kind of conducting yourself a certain way. I mean, for example, when we go on social media, we see certain beauty standards. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That kind of plays into, like, you know, feeling a certain way, not feeling maybe as beautiful. Obviously, when we go shopping and stuff, maybe looking at even clothes online and stuff, like, maybe they're not the most modest to wear with the hijab on, right? So there's that element. You know it's what difficult I mean? too also to find modest clothing and modest clothing is very expensive yeah that's another problem right like one you know one jilbab or whatever if you want to buy in a buy and stuff it's like more than 120 dollars 130 dollars and you're kind of like I, struggling i find modesty is very different also when it comes to different sizes i think a lot of people view modestly differently because there's something that maybe someone that's a little thinner would wear and people would view as modest but the second that someone a little bigger wears it they're not modest you know? right yeah, there's that element too, yeah. right? I think there's so much struggle that comes with even wearing the hijab in terms of, as we broke down and stuff, in terms of how you carry yourself, your actions, your personality, the way you speak, the way you dress. It's a lot of, in a sense, societal pressure and stuff, right? And it kind of makes you feel like, okay, maybe I'm not good enough to wear it, right? So honestly, I'm really happy that we had this discussion. I thought it was great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that you came on my podcast and stuff because I feel like this is such an important conversation that I think women need to have with one another even. You know what I mean? I think we need to have a safe space for women to be allowed to even have these conversations openly and talk about their experiences, right? So 
And I think it's like very important to hear other perspectives as well. We all have different stories. I yeah. mean, both of us were raised in the same community, but like our stories are very different as well, you know? Yeah, our stories so are I think, different. I think um, there's so many people out there that have so many perspectives or just different types of perspectives, right? Because I feel like in in regards to this specific topic, like I had a lot of people, you know, tell me like, hey, why don't you, you know, kind of have this topic on your podcast? Like this would be very relatable to so many women out there that do have the struggle of wearing the hijab, yeah, right? It's a struggle that I think a lot of hijabi women go through. I think it is and stuff, but I'm so glad that you came on. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. Thank you for having me, Omna. I know. I love that you came on here. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in and listening to our episode today. I hope that you were able to enjoy what we talked about. Inshallah, we're going to have a lot more content coming out. So stay tuned and catch us in a later episode. Bye. Bye.